welcome to the third episode of Title Talk, the show where myself, DJ Firebrand, and myself, DJ Bast, present each other with a song, and then we discuss it, because we think songs are pretty neat on this podcast, don't we? Uh, we do. Uh, unfortunately, we have been uh, locked in the broom closet once again until we can make content. Yeah, you guys have burdened us with uh, positive feedback. Now the station has forced us to sit in this broom closet. We are trapped in the broom closet. We are trapped. Please send help. Please send, the doorway is barricaded. It is, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, there are the skeletons of the past youth radio members on the floor. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's really a, a whole. over there for some reason. Um, that is not a joke. There is a mannequin on the wall. There's a mannequin head on the wall with green hair, a white face, and a uh, bizarre, um, like, red kind of smeared mouth. It is. It's a, it's a sight. It's a sight to be seen. Yeah, this is the horror closet. This is the where you come to disappear. And Youth Radio will make sure we disappear if we don't get this done on time. Yeah, so true, I guess true. we better get to work. All right. So listeners, please note that any views or opinions expressed on this show are not in any way representative of WFHB as an organization and are instead just views of DJ Bast and myself. Today for you, I have a Why It Scares Me by Loud Dispute. What do you have? I have, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, Venom Sabbathy by Electric Wizard. Funky. Lotto Spute is a band from Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's a five-piece. Apologies if you can hear me sipping on the Capri Sun, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's a some some juicy. There is there are Capri Suns in the in the broom closet. Um, yeah, the one, they, they at least provided us with uh, sustenance, but no food. We only get uh, our, no our sugars we only, we, and gluten. We have to feed from, off of the Capri Suns and uh, the bones of our fallen Yeah, comrades. they didn't give us any straws either. We just have to, like, vampire it. It's oh, kinda, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And they have self, seven albums out, um, ranging from 2006 to 2020. Uh, Vancouver from 2006. Wildlife in 2011. Rooms of the House in 2014. Tiny dots in 2016, and somewhere at the bottom of ooh, somewhere at the bottom of the river between Vega and Altair uh, from 2018, and Panorama from 2019, as well as Panorama uh, remixed from 2020. Very they interesting. They remixed stuff. Vancouver yet? Because I'm really sick of that city. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's a problem. It yeah, really is. Yeah, honestly, it is in fact a city that looks so generic that Hollywood can turn it into any other city. For- that's true. That's true. They mostly. Uh, they actually apologies to uh, you uh, Vancouver fans out there. Yeah, yeah. And this does not reflect WFHB's opinions on Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver is just it, it's Vancouver, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Lot of Speed is a hardcore band that originates from, as I said, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and they are known for being unique and experimental in their sound. There's a lot of hardcore bands out there, but I feel like they have mastered their own little sound, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. And nice. So, so it's, it's not going to be, like, cliche. Like, I'm not going to hear this and go, yep, that sounds like other hardcore I've heard. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I, I'd say they're, uh, they have their own sounds and it works for them, yeah. It, it's also, you can notice the evolution in their sound through, uh, like, oh, that, all of their good. discography. It's kind yeah. of interesting. Um, cause they've, they've, they've done a lot of interesting stuff with, uh, what they can do, but, uh, without further ado, I guess the only thing I really can do is show you. I really like them. A lot of dispute is a band. It kind of has like an arc. 
as a song, I was thinking, uh, especially like in comparison to a lot of other um, like hardcore I've heard, it kind of sounds a bit more ballad like as opposed to just kind of like just kind of like pure just kind of anger the entire time. Yeah. Which I mean, I I would describe that song as I I mean, I, I couldn't make a most of the lyrics. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's still like angry, but like it's kind of felt more like you were going on like a journey as opposed to just kind of yelling the whole time. Yeah, no, I like them because uh, there's there's a few songs where uh, obviously they have the more standard approach to music where they choose like a feeling like a like a certain uh, gist and then they go with it. Um, but sometimes they also like tell like an actual story, like something you could read or like like poet, like kind of like a like a poetic version. Of yeah. A story. Yeah. Now, I haven't heard that song before, but I have heard other Law Dispute songs before. And like uh, the other ones I heard, like were very much like. There is an actual narrative. There's a beginning, a middle, and end. There's a character. There is drama. Yeah, I also like that um, the vocal like delivery of the song. It's it's never quite one particular like one same way every single time. Like yeah. he uses this kind of like whiny type like but, scream. Uh, what uh, I was gonna say though, it's a very recognizable voice. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. it's somehow like it's not very polished, but it's very distinct compared to most other hardcore i think it's polished in the way that it, that intentionally sounds unpolished i, I think that that's the, that's the interesting idea is for. is is an intentional lack of artifice a kind of artifice in itself yeah you know? that, that kind of goes with like the whole philosophy of yeah, hardcore well, as and, and i guess in that i'm gonna i mean and you could probably like turn that into uh like a much uh, larger philosophical thing i think like postmodernism is probably we don't need to go into that right now. so moving <laughs> on true, yeah. tell me more about lot dispute um well I really like them because, like, like I said, um, he can kind of deliver in this kind of whiny, like, screamed vocal type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also has like this kind of warm, low, like, just spoken word uh, vocal style in some of his songs. That's also it's really good for the topics. And rather than rage, uh, like a lot of hardcore like bands um, focus on, he focuses on more of like topics of despair, loss, like uh, grieving. The the very first lyric or very first few lyrics I'd say very few first stanzas, um, summarize the song very well. Uh, well, actually, considering how much it, the message changes near the end, I wouldn't say if it summarizes the entire song. There's two main points here, um, and I'll just read off the beginning. At times, I've shouted out unprovoked at the world and you, just to see if people around me react. Sometimes I think they're all acting, and at times I'm scared that I'm acting too, like my movements or stage directions. Was that a change in a topic or a beat in a scene? Have I been taking my emotional cues from a script I wrote at 16? And that's like the first little bit. That's kind of like the first. I I can see what you mean by it kind of is like a piece of writing in itself. Yeah, no, uh, but there's a few of their other songs. This is one of the more ones where it's, like, focused on a feeling rather than an actual, like, story story. Yeah. But um, there's definitely definitely a few other ones that are kind of cool. I'm trying to find a lyric that can encapsulate the uh, second part of the song pretty well. Maybe it's just as much about what comes our way as it is about how we react. Just as much about the things that we still got as it is about the things we lack. So it's kind of like this uh, push and pull type deal where the, the beginning is is uh, about the, the feeling of not having that, about like the the, the missing spot that's there, I guess, um, yeah. in the latter, which is kind of coping with that. 
but I don't know. That's that's my personal take. I I couldn't I couldn't say I I actually found anything from uh man I don't know his name uh the lyricist of uh, Mr. Dispute. Mr. Dispute. If that yeah. is your real name, <laughs> indeed, yes. Yeah, no. Uh, I I definitely think that. Uh, I mean, we could maybe sort of go to like the Doom approach and it's like a dispute guy. Dispute guy. Dispute True. guy. Yeah. <laughs> He loves to dispute. Mm-hmm. Always disputing. Just like me. I dispute that statement. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, that's most of my thought, I guess. It's, I guess, also kind of a little... It definitely reminds you of, like, Screamo, to an extent, I would say, in the kind of more poetic lyrics and the sort of, like, unpolished but, like, interesting sort of, like, yelling sort of style. Uh, but I can also see more, like also very much a connection to like sort of more like traditional uh like hardcore in there too yeah no definitely um any more thoughts or should we move on um uh i don't know i just i i, I thought that one was was, was quite good yeah mm, okay uh um, yeah i mean i guess we get our be- better get this over with uh so we can actually get out of the broom closet oh yeah yeah before um we yeah. starve in here like the rest of our comrades yeah. here laying on the floor yeah, yeah it's it's really um it's it's really a sad thing to see another uh, poor youth radio member get dragged screaming. That's true. That's true. Anyway, uh, so what do you have for? Well, um, you, you read it off. It's kind of a funky name. What do you have? For uh, me? Venom Sabbathy by Electric Wizard. So remember, uh, this is I promise. After this, I'm dropping the Space Wizard bit. But believe me, this is real Space Wizard music. This is also uh, good uh, like evil uh, wizard music. So. For this next one, I do suggest um, getting out your, uh, like, pondering orbs with a maliced, tortured face within it, uh, getting in your giant high towers and begin casting incantations of pain and malevolence, um, and, uh, like, especially grab your gnarled wizard staffs and begin firing, uh, like, uh, terrible destruction at the townspeople below you. Indeed, yeah, okay. Uh, my favorite actions on, uh, Saturday, definitely. <laughs> regular saturday night for a wizard you know figure out your casting bro oh man yeah my spell casting is a little messed up i need to practice yeah up next is a venom sabbath sabbath That checks all of the boxes of, of uh, I'll tell you, it, it rhymes with uh, loner metal. Um, and yeah, it, has it, the it rhymes with tie uh, to uh, rocks. Yeah, it's uh, so that is a uh, so uh, Electric Wizard are uh, they are well, for one, they are doom metal, a uh, kind of metal I am very into, uh, and you know, uh, that it seeks to be like slower, heavier, and like darker. Uh, and kind of more distorted, following more in the footsteps of, like, especially what Black Sabbath was doing early on before people started making it faster and cleaner sounding. Um, and, you know, uh, it's it's still been going strong uh, to this day with bands who are called stuff like Acid Wizard or, uh, like, Grief Hammer and stuff like that. Those two are both made up, uh, but I will sue you if you use those, because I'm going to use those now. Um, yeah, those are patented. Yeah, we're, we are patenting Grief Hammer yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grief Against the Machine is another good one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, they are also Electric Wizard is very much part of a subgenre of that. Uh, that is, uh, like, as you said, um, 
rhymes with uh like uh loner. loner loner metal and is usually very associated with a substance called that uh rhymes with uh with swede yeah um um yeah definitely yeah it checks all those boxes because it uh yeah it, it has like the really really like dramatically fuzzed guitar oh tones. yeah the, the guitars are like, uh like the the guitar distortion on this one violates the geneva convention in all oh, the best ways yeah 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 it's um it's it's interesting because uh it's just it's really droney uh, there's not a yeah. whole lot it has yeah and it, it's very uh like very psychedelic in its oh. in its style it yeah. is which is i very much appreciate um and as you mentioned it is i would consider it very much Space Wizard music, absolutely. But yeah, Electric Wizard is uh, also one of the most important bands in that specific scene, and arguably in all of Doom Metal, uh, ne- like pretty much next to Sleep. Oh, really? Uh, another another important band. Yeah, they're they are very they're they're pretty. Uh, as far as this very niche corner of metal goes, they are very important in it. Hmm. This album, which I cannot say the name of again because of its associations with certain um, mind-altering substances, mind-altering substances that we are not allowed to say on radio, came out in uh, apparently the year two thousand. Uh, before that, come my Th- fanatics is when they really started moving in that like heavy distorted direction, and that was nineteen ninety seven. Their first album was self-titled like Electric Wizard in nineteen ninety five, which is more straightforward kind of psyche doom metal. Before they really started getting crazy with it, uh, they also have a uh, a large amount of names that they had at some point before changing it, such as Morbicus. Morbicus. It's Morbicusing time. Uh, Lord of Putrefaction, Thy Grief Eternal, and also just Eternal. Uh, but yeah, and then of course, uh, the, the lead member who's been on all of them is, uh, Jess Oberon, uh, who is, I think, lead guitarist, and also vocalist, also credited as sitar on here, so that's, make of that what you will. Oh, well, yeah, that's just a cornerstone instrument of, uh... Of, of uh, most metal, actually. Yeah, yeah like really. Psych, um, like, psych rock in general. Oh, psych rock in general does have a lot of sitar. It's less common in psyche metal stuff, but, you know... Uh, then there. of course uh, a more recent member of the band who is not on this song but has been there since 2003 is Liz Buckingham uh, who I believe is also uh, just Oberon's wife uh, who is uh, the other guitarist and is also credited with uh, the organ on here as well oh weird yeah uh, which honestly is kind of more normal for, for doom metal than, yeah, than the sitar sense. is yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, they are, uh, they make very good, uh, like, uh, doom metal, uh, they typically, uh, their songs are kind of, uh, longer, and, uh, sort of have more in the way of, like, different phases and stuff, like, uh, Funeralopolis is easily one of the best doom metal songs of all time, I didn't play that one, because it's very long, and they say a lot more no-no words in that one. No-no words, yeah. Yeah, um... What I was going to say is that uh, another thing I feel like doesn't get talked about enough about is the rhythm section is very important in this kind of music because uh, um, and uh, like the, the like super like pounding bass in this, I think, also adds a lot to the very like oppressive, intense uh, sort of like psychedelic atmosphere. Oh, yeah. It doesn't allow uh, like for much other stuff to be happening, uh, at least audio wise. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's very punchy, very straightforward. Yeah. Very in your face. And um, I also the the drum rhythms are also quite quite nice. Yeah, they're too. cool. Yeah. It's very cymbal heavy. Um, yeah. which I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of very good cymbal use in this kind of music. Yeah. And of course, uh, in doom metal in general, uh usually song lengths are not this normal. Uh there is in fact um Sleep has a song called Jerusalem, also an alternate title that we are not allowed to say. Yeah, no. Um but uh that song is 
I believe like it's it's about over, an hour. I think like over an hour, like hour two minutes at least. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's like a, I believe an hour and two minutes long. Um, which it, yeah is wild. Imagine um, having to record multiple takes for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think uh, I I've seen like uh like fifteen minute long like rehearsals for it and stuff. Oh man. Uh, and I've also seen I think no I think I've seen like a, a like video where someone just kind of does like a medley of each riff in it where it uh so like they don't hang on them for too long and it still ends up being like absurdly long just because there's so many different like phases and stuff as well as like drum solos and like stuff like that as well oh yeah uh anyway that's a different band though that's not the one i'm talking about so back to um electric wizard i believe are still going uh to this day and have had other uh another classic other classic albums like in 2007 uh witch cult today which makes it a year younger than i am uh and that one's also very good, as well as, uh, like, Black Mass's Time to Die and Wizard Bloody Wizard, a clear reference to the Black Sabbath album, uh, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. Usually they're kind of, uh, their aesthetic and, um, thematic influences are primarily, uh, stuff like, uh, well, horror movies, um, old, like, fantasy media as well, um, like, uh, 70s, like, Grindhouse, like, uh, like hammer horror type stuff mm-hmm. uh is also a big one in fact they sample those a lot uh i'm not sure exactly what the sample on this song is from but i know this album features samples from old horror movies as well as what i think might be a sample from the movie conan hmm. okay. uh, of someone going the wizard uh which is very good i've also noticed uh you said that the band was originally from 2000 uh no this out al- this song is from 2000 uh, the band is from has been around since 1993 oh that's so really late for like i think uh the whole like psych metal movement well not necessarily really um yeah so doom metal so doom metal which usually leans on a psychier side has been around since like well you know the 70s of black sabbath mm-hmm. um it kind of really started to become its own sort of thing with like the eighties with uh, like Witchfinder general and trouble uh, to names, uh, to name just a few. Um, and then like uh candle mass did like the classic, like Epic doom stuff from that time. But then the nineties is really when that kind of like really psych distorted, uh, like crazy whacked out guitar stuff was like, that's when that really became a thing. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think sludge metal might which is uh also which is kind of like super heavy doom metal but like more hardcore uh so it's kind of like screamier and angry and uh angrier as well as being distorted that i think kind of predates that like super psyche out there stuff by a little bit though oh apologies if you can hear music uh playing outside oh uh, that's the 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 wfhb team is trying to sabotage yeah, they're currently trying to sabotage us as well as the fact uh, that they're if, having a cake party without us. As and also the fact that um they have also recently informed us that we're not getting out of the the broom closet. Yeah, no, we um we're going to be stuck here, so keep giving us. Uh, uh, so yeah, we've I've I have begun uh clawing through the the wall with a spoon. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to talk about lyrics in this song. Uh, so uh as I mentioned uh did I mention that they are also super influenced by Lovecraft? Uh, uh, that would make sense, Mr. But Howard Phillips. N- no, you did not say that. Um, yeah, so uh, this uh, song is kind of, it's sort of about, uh, so for you wizards out there, this song is a warning to stay safe because it is about going a little too far in your wizardry and paying the price. So it has uh, such lyrics as, um, 
extract essence of the stone, narcotic of the faceless ones, I awake on planet back, freezing moon no turning back, I am, uh, I am now a slave to the black drug, forced to serve this black god, I thought myself a master of the arts, this dimension of misery is my penance. Wow. Forbidden sorcery, venom sabbathy. So it's kind of about this very old school, like, sort of Lovecraftian idea of, like, because uh, I think, I, I believe, now I might be rusty on my uh, Cthulhu lore, but I believe the uh, kind of idea of, like, of uh, that universe was that, like, humanity in the past, like, or, like, these ancient civilizations went too far in their discovery of black magic and ended up, like, wiping themselves out. And, oh. like, uh, and uh, so, like, that's where, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, the ancient, uh, like, crazy cities and stuff sort of come from. Oh, no, I was um, not familiar with that, actually. Yeah, so, uh, well, I was more saying to, to any listeners who are more of a Lovecraft nerd than I am, uh, and I am, I am one. Uh, maybe, hopefully this doesn't hurt my credentials and being wrong. But, <laughs> um, you know, so the, the idea in this one, uh, and I, I really love the line, this dimension of misery is my penance. That is just, that's so doom metal. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Um, do you have any uh, closing thoughts? We have a, a couple seconds. Couple seconds. Left. Uh, I think uh, closing thoughts. I promise, we're dropping the space wizard bit after this. Yeah, we we promise. We we won't be doing any more space. We'll find a new gimmick. We will. We promise. Uh, we pinky promise the viewer. You cannot see it, but I am pinky promising the viewer. Oh yeah, and any, uh, DJ Best. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. We hope you all enjoyed. Uh. We uh had fun making the episode. We want mm-hmm. to get out of the broom closet. Please leave. Uh, uh, please donate to WFHB so they can let us out. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we need out. We need. To, uh, I don't know how food. much longer the spoon tunnels. I miss last. my family. Please. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway. Uh. We hope you guys have a great day, and uh, we wouldn't know if it's day or night because we're in a broom closet. Um. This was a youth radio, a WFHB youth radio show. Um. Title talk between DJ Bast and I. DJ Firebrand, and we hope you all are having a good night. Or day, we don't know. <laughs>